welcome to the Love is Online show, where we talk about what happened during Love is Online. I'm Marcus, I'm from season one, and on the show today is the other half of season one's power couple. It's Haley. What's up, Haley? What's up? I'm just sitting here doing nothing, <laughs> as usual, in quarantine. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Same yeah. as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. How'd you find out about Love is Online? So um, I'm very into reality TV. Um, so I would watch a, a lot of those Bachelor type shows. So obviously, Love is Blind was uh, very interesting for me. So I signed up on the interest form that I found on the Love is Blind subreddit. Okay. Well, you say you're very into reality shows. <laughs> like, how how much is very much? I'm I'm very invested in Bachelor franchise in particular. Um, I definitely know way too much about everybody's lives and follow them all on Instagram. And oh, really? Yes. So even after the show's over, you'll still keep up with them? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Does that mean the contestants or the the main like Bachelor and Bachelorette? Well, ev- yeah, like everybody, the contestants and they all go on like Bachelor in Paradise, and so there's oh always, yeah, there's... I just learned. I just yeah. learned what that was. Tony yeah. filled me in. Okay. <laughs> I really need to watch The Bachelor. I feel like I'm missing out because that's the one everybody talks about. Yeah, you sh- you you should watch it. I I recommend it. I think that too many people just like judge the concept of it and don't actually like give it a chance. Um, that's kind of how I felt um, before, but now that I'm into Love Is Blind and the Circle, um, I'm on board. Plus, I've heard yeah. people do Bachelor fantasy leagues, which is right up my alley. So, so yes, I, I I if you sign up, I run a fantasy league. It's just like a couple oh, you of do? my yes, <laughs> I I actually run like three of them. Yeah, so wow. by very invested in the show. Yeah, but. yeah, you you run in three fantasy leagues. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. You should join my fantasy league if you decide to watch. I don't remember exactly the details. How does it, how does a fantasy league exactly work for for the Bachelor? Yeah, so there's different ones. There's like the Rose to Rose league, where basically you just your bracket is who you think is going to get a rose that week. And then you get points for correct answers. Um, And then there's other more advanced leagues where you get points for things that the contestants do. Like you get, you gain points for them going on dates and for kissing and you lose points if they like talk about an ex and like things like that. So, and that's more like analyzing their behaviors to get points. I can picture myself watching an episode of the bachelor and like rooting for my my vote, my yeah. contestant to like kiss the guy or to go on a date or something like that sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes it more fun too. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you online dated before? I have. Yeah. Been, you know, been on the apps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How'd that go for you? Um, it was okay. I, so I, I've been on like Tinder, Bumble and Hinge and mostly had success, like getting dates and stuff. Um, and right. like casual relationships but I never had a uh, anything long term stuck from it so I'm like overall I think it just has to do with the people and like I didn't meet any people that were like a good fit or looking for the same thing as me um but me and my best friend met her boyfriend of three and a half years on tinder so I think that it can be successful and it just depends on the people that you're meeting yeah it can I've heard a couple people too but I I feel like it's few and far between. Yeah, I mean, I I personally never found like never ended up with anything long term, but I mean, this is it's like the way that people meet these days, essentially. So. Yeah. So when you heard about Love Is Online, how how did you feel? Like, were you really excited to go give it a shot right away? Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I'm I'm into reality TV and stuff. So when I saw the concept of it, and I was like, 
oh yeah, sign me up. This sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. How realistic did you think it would be that you would actually find somebody that you could be in a relationship with oh, through I Lovers Online? did not think at all that that was going to happen. I saw it as like, it was going to be a fun experience, meet new people, like maybe find a pen pal. So yeah, it wasn't, an, I mean, it, I think it was the first day of it, like between the last, between the night before and the first day, that was when it, it changed for me because I, I talked to Dan on the first day and that was when I was like, oh, there's somebody on here that like I actually could see myself with and, you know, was within driving distance. And like that, at that point, my uh, expectations for the experiment did change. So, yeah. And Dan, I mean, we all know at this point, you and Dan are together and you guys went offline together and you're still together and that's awesome. Um, yes. <laughs> did you, how, how fast was that for you? On the, you talked to Dan on the first day. How quickly did you realize, oh man, this guy is for real? Uh, like probably like halfway through the first day I was like oh I can't believe that like there's somebody that I actually think is like a good match for me like yeah it was probably like a couple hours into talking with him that I really felt was there anything in particular that you talked about or that he said that that triggered (laughs) that for you um I like initial conversation we talked about our dogs and liking small dogs and then got into politics discussion and we Mm -hmm. were on the same page on about that stuff and I enjoyed those conversations and then finding out that we were close to each other in real life and we talked about like wineries and breweries in the general Philadelphia area and you know just conversation overall flowed and it felt like everything that we talked about we had so much in common and it was just like yeah building up over the course of the day to like wow this person actually seems like a really good fit for me yeah you covered a lot of ground that first day yeah and those are two, those are your two, if I know anything about you, Haley, it's, it's that you love, love, love animals. And, um, you're, you're recently became a fully fledged veterinarian doctor. Congratulations. Thank you. And also politics. I think you talked about politics with quite a few people on your dates. Yes, I, um, I did. <laughs> so the fact that those two topics went really well with Dan, I think is a pretty, pretty big plus. Yeah. I think that was like the major thing on the first day that those were like our, the two places that we found the most common ground on. And obviously they're also really important to me. Like I think the night before we talked in the ladies chat about like, what are our deal breakers? And I had said, must love dogs, must hate Trump. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I found that on the first day that Dan and I were on the same page with those two things. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Um, How does he feel about Rosé? He, he is not like hugely into wine, but uh, he, will drink rosé he has drank rosé with me so okay that's good because that's <laughs> yes. important too right yeah rosé is my other <laughs> my other um hobby <laughs> awesome um so you talked to you mentioned the ladies chat what was that like uh, like when everything got kicked off did all the ladies start kind of telling each other about themselves and because i know um or at least i've heard by the end all the ladies from season one um got along really well and you guys still talk um so did that happen right away as well yeah, I think like on the first night, we all introduced ourselves, talked about where we were from and stuff. And I forget who said it first, but it was like one of the other girls that were like, what are your deal breakers? Are you planning on asking them right away in the pods? And we were like talking about how we thought we were going to go about it. Oh, you kind of talk strategy a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like some girls were like, had really strong deal breakers that they like wanted to discuss right away. And I think, you know, I was also sort of one of those people that, you know, I wanted to know people's politics right away because I knew it was important to me and not something I wanted to find out yeah. after going offline, especially. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we talked about bad date stories and things like that too. The first night, like just getting to know each other. I think we all wanted to be friends right away again. Yeah. And like you, you're, you're right. We all do still keep in touch and we have a group chat for just the ladies and they were actually the first people that I told that, um, you know, Dan and I were officially boyfriend and girlfriend and stuff. I told the Uh, other season one ladies before I told anyone else. So that's awesome. That's great. Did you ever get a sense um, throughout the course of the ex- uh, experiment that somebody else was also really gunning for Dan? Um, I think the first two days, his name had come up as someone that like a lot of people enjoyed talking to him. Um, and, you know, I can see why they would like him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, there, was no, there was no one else that talked about him as much as I did. And I think all the other ladies knew that how yeah. much i liked him and they yeah, picked and, up on it yeah. Yeah, they, they picked up on it so i think that um i don't i don't think that anyone else had him as their number one but i you know i was worried still i that you know i didn't know until the last day that he well, liked right. that we felt the same way about each other we never talked about that you know we never went talked about our feelings for each other during the pods it wasn't until after the fact that i even knew how much he liked me so until after what fact like when exactly did you find out like from him after after we went offline really yeah wow so well like i mean i knew i knew he was i knew i was his pick on the last day and obviously i was really happy about that and he you know told me oh i enjoy our conversations and i want to go offline with you and he told me that on the last day but when yeah. we really got into how much we really liked each other and how we felt from day one like we didn't talk about that until our first facetime date i think so Oh really? You talked about that on FaceTime. Yeah, wow. well, I think I think like part of it, you know, like I didn't want to sound crazy by <laughs> right. by telling him like how yeah. much I like him. We haven't even how met, and you, I, you know, and I was worried that he was gonna think I was like way too into him. But after the fact, we talked about it, and the feelings were mutual. And turns out he's also really into you. Turns out he is really into me. Yeah, and I didn't know until after. So that's really sweet because it could be your first FaceTime together. I don't know. It could be awkward. You just had this online only experience with somebody and talking face to face is, is different. You know, it's a different form of communication, but it sounds to me, and it, Dan talked this, Dan brought it up a little bit as well in his episode, but it sounds like it went really well. Yeah. I mean, before we met in person, we had had like several FaceTime dates and every time we talked, you know, we talked for like a couple hours and the conversation always flowed really nicely and it just felt really natural talking with him. And I, one of the things I said is like, I, I feel like I, I miss him immediately after I hang up the phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, this is why you guys are the power couple. Like <laughs> it just feels right. You know, like, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd never pictured that I would meet someone that was as good a fit for me as he is uh, on something like this. Yeah. Um, when you played the journal game, you, you won, right? I did. Yeah. What did you get? What was the prize? Um, I could either do a live voice call or send two voice messages. And um, I, I decided to send two voice messages because um, Dan had mentioned at one point in one of our conversations that he gets phone anxiety. So I was okay. I was like worried that he wasn't going to accept or that he would just be uncomfortable with it in general, even if he did. So that was yeah. why I and I, that was one of the things that I think the audience was not happy with me because I was getting the downvote arrow in my journal when I was saying <laughs> that I wasn't going to do a voiced call. I think that the audience would have wanted me to do that, but it was yeah. more, I mean, I was, I chose not to 
for Dan's sake. And after the fact, I told him that too. And he was like, oh, I would have sucked it up and accepted if you had done that. But, you know, I didn't yeah. know that at the time. So, yeah. Well, that's the audience for you. I always try to get what they want. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me. Like, I think I wrote that in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. And that's good that you made the choice that you felt was correct. And, um, and that's awesome. So you hadn't you hadn't really had a live conversation with Dan until afterwards, and you guys started FaceTiming, right? Right. Yeah. So we we our first FaceTime date I think was the next day, like the following day after we had taken it offline that night. Okay. But did you send each other voice messages? Like, yeah. We, before that. Yeah, I sent him voice messages um, every time that we had, and he also did for me too. So. What was it like hearing his voice for the first time? I just remember being really happy that he had picked me to send a voice message to because yeah. you know I was like I didn't know that the feelings are mutual and I was like all right I'm at least in his top two so when it when I got the voice message so but yeah I mean it was it was great to hear his voice and you know talking to me and but my feelings were mostly just like I was really excited that he liked me back yeah did you say in your voices messages that you sent to him did you say anything in particular like did you uh bring up anything that came up in the dates or did or was it more just kind of general hey how's it going um yeah it was just like general hey how's it going and I remember in in all of mine to him I also addressed his dog I was like hey Dan oh, and nice. Che," because I you know <laughs> and I was like and it's it, it's it's Haley I'm here with Muffin like I I talked about our dogs I think in every voicemail that I sent to him awesome so yeah but otherwise it was just a just saying hi just wanted you to hear my voice have a good night so yeah yeah what about the um when you when you went offline and you were about to trade pictures with each other how how did you feel in that moment you know again in that moment I was just really happy that he had picked me and I wasn't nervous about the pictures because I felt like we we had built this connection and I knew who he was as a person and I felt like we just had this great chemistry already that it didn't really matter what he was going to look like to me um yeah. So in that moment, I was just happy that he had picked me and finding out that the feelings were mutual. And yeah. Did you have any family or friends follow you along during your um, time? In yeah, <laughs> I did. My uh, best friend uh, lives next door to me, uh, followed along and was a pretty active audience member the whole time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Would we recognize their name? You don't have to say who it is, but... Uh, yeah um she 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 does talk in off topic sometimes too um nice and she she she's shared that she knows me so oh yeah yeah but she she said like, she said that she never told the audience during the season that she was my friend it wasn't until afterwards so. yeah i feel like that's the way to go because i feel i think it's pr it's very common for daters to have at least one person following along in the discord yeah um yeah. but we don't always know who it is or if if there are any and I feel like that's the right way to go because obviously it's against the rules for somebody to tell you, the dater, what's going on because you're not allowed to know anything. Um, yeah, so yeah. you want to avoid that. But also it's I think it's fun for the audience to find out after everything's over like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm this person's best friend or I'm this person's sister or, yeah, yeah. Uh, or mom or, or I think that's yeah. My mom had an, my mom had an account too. <laughs> nice. She, she didn't like follow the whole thing very closely. I don't think she figured out how to work discord, <laughs> but she yeah. did like make an account and like occasionally checked my journal and I would know cause I knew her username. So I would occasionally see likes on things in my journal that were from uh -huh. her. So, but she wasn't like following every conversation super closely. Unlike my other friends. Did it feel weird that your mom could be reading everything you're writing in your journal? 
I'm really close with my mom, so not really. Like, I talked to my mom about the experiment when I was doing it. And, you know, I think I, I spent, like, hours talking to her about, like, my decisions and who I was picking and stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that, like, likes to talk things out and when I'm trying to make a decision. So, yeah, my mom yeah. Helped, had helped me with a, a lot of that. So, and I'm really close to her anyway, so there isn't anything that I would have said that I wouldn't want my mom to know. So. yeah. That's awesome. That's good. I'm not, I'm not like that. I think if my family found the stuff I was writing, um, I would be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're just not the kind of family that shares personal details like that. So mm-hmm. I would, I don't, I wouldn't mind them knowing, but it would be awkward for sure. For me at least. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's like a little, a little bit of awkwardness, you know, with having my every thought be out there, but you know, my mom was the yeah. person that would have known all that stuff anyway. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, so we talked to Dan already on the podcast mm-hmm. and when we did, you were in the room, you were sitting right next to him. Yes. <laughs> so what, uh, what was that like? Was it weird hearing him talk about you right there? No, not really. I mean, the things that he said to you, he has said to me before and cause he's a mm-hmm. really sweet guy. And so, but it was a little weird to not be able to hear your end of the conversation, but I kind of got it from the fact of what I could tell what he was answering, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, I like hearing nice things about me. So <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's good. That's nice. Um, so you, you were with him at the time and then you visited him for a while. How, how was your visit? Yeah. I stayed at his house for like about a week. Um, originally it was supposed to be like two days and then mm-hmm. I didn't want to go home. So <laughs> I just decided to stay longer just because I was having a great time. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, like I was saying with the FaceTime that I just feel like it just felt really natural with him and, you know, transitioning from online to in-person, like it felt like it wasn't our first time meeting and that we'd known each other for so much longer than we had. And yeah, you know, I just felt really comfortable around each other. And that's really great. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy too. So <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the goal. That's the whole thing that Love is Online is trying to accomplish is a, a Haley and Dan great relationship situation. Yeah. So you're a great success story. Yeah. After season one, you became a co-host for season two. Yeah. So what, what was it like being behind the scenes? Uh, I really liked being behind the scenes. Um, I think part of it is I liked having a job and like having things to do because that's one of the things in quarantine that's you know been tough is like not feeling like having having a purpose so yeah you know I liked having responsibilities and stuff so that that was fun and I was also like fun to you know just be behind the scenes and see everything just even as just an audience that it was just such a different experience being able to watch everything and I liked that as a co-host I could interact with them and uh running the ladies chats and the gents chats at night that was like one of the most fun things and when the guys started asking they're like can you please ask us questions i was like okay i'm on it i can do this <laughs> did you find out anything like did you, did you get the scoop on some tea that the audience didn't necessarily get um no not really only only after the fact <laughs> After the after the season was over, yeah, after, just only after the season was over, just in DMs and stuff, and you know, befriending people after the fact. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think that happens for a couple people. Um, once the show is over, quote unquote, 
yeah and the finale happens um people start getting a little bit more real and talking openly through dms because it's hard you know during the season the audience can see everything so on the one hand you're being open and honest and you're talking to your dates and you're getting yourself out there but you also have in the back of your mind that the audience is seeing everything that you write so sometimes you just need to have that direct one-on-one conversation yeah yeah definitely and you know again the fact that I'm I keep in touch with a lot of people from season one and starting to befriend the people from season two as well and uh, you know our, our relationship with everybody is different than it was during the show but I feel like you know I have so many new friends from this yeah and that's what I like too you know as each season progresses more and more people uh, join the audience because they know people that are participating but also the people that are in the season will come into the audience and everyone just kind of becomes all on the same team um, yeah. regardless of sort of regardless of what happened during the season and that's something I really like yeah um and friends with people that were just audience too um yeah one of the things like just a couple nights ago we had an impromptu zoom meeting and I was playing drinking games over zoom with Mike and Emilio and Matt and Tony and, oh, and a bunch of audience members and stuff and it was really a great time and I really like all meeting so many new people and new yeah. friendships I think the audience makes it for me because they're they're really funny and their reactions to stuff is great and they'll drive a lot of the conversations in off topic and yeah. um, I I think it's great that we have so many cool people in the Discord. Yeah, definitely. Did you feel like the audience was influencing your decisions when you were in your season? Um sometimes I'd ask them directly. Like I had them um I mean nothing that had to do with the dates, but like when they said to start uploading pictures, I was like, oh shit, I don't take pictures. Um, what do I got? And I asked them what kind of picture they wanted to see. But, um, as far as like things on my dates, I didn't, I felt like I was reading the reactions more of like, am I on the right track? Mm -hmm. I mean, just the fact that the audience can read your journal and react to it is such a really interesting dynamic because it's like you're you know, giving a monologue to an audience, but they can respond to yeah. you, but not fully. But not like, fully. Yeah. Code. One of the one of the times I got really insecure. It was actually it was in my conversation with you that I like. I I mentioned you know being super into Dan in my conversation with you. I think, and uh-huh. um, the audience started like, and I said I thought that the superlative that most likely to never be single again that Dan and I had both won that. I thought that the audience was like encouraging our relationship. And I said that to you. Yeah. And then I got a whole bunch of like down votes on that. So then I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I guess I was wrong. And then I wrote in my journal, like, okay, I guess like I do have more to worry about with Dan than I thought. Like, you know, maybe he doesn't like me back. Is that, and that isn't why you guys did that. And then I got like a bunch of hearts on that message. And I was like, are they trying Uh to tell me hearts? it's okay. Dan does like you. Are they trying to tell me hearts? You're right. You do have to worry. <laughs> and I was like, wasn't sure if the hearts were a yes or a no to the question. And I would, I, yeah, I would get stressed about the audience reaction sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they do it on purpose. You know, I always thought the funniest thing was when somebody asks in their journal directly, uh, who should I put in my top three? And then they'll list all the names. And, and then the audience <laughs> puts random yeah. emojis all equal. Yeah. Yeah. All the exact same amount of emojis on each option. I, I I asked a poll polling between two people once and the audience answered me, but I don't know. I guess maybe if other people were doing it more and I think maybe it became a thing. Yeah. Then, yeah. 
I think if you want the audience to do your work for you, they're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I think that that's yeah I think that's another thing that like I said I got stressed about the audience reaction sometimes that I almost wish I mean and it worked out for me so you know I wouldn't have necessarily done anything differently but just for my own yeah stress levels during it that worrying about what the audience is trying to say to me I could have I could have done less of that and I could have just yeah you know yeah talk. I don't blame you though because again you're in your journal and it's just you and your thoughts yeah. And then everybody reacting to it in some sort of code. So <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like figuring out the code. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, all right, am I crazy or am I not crazy? And then you don't really get a solid answer, so you might think you're still crazy. <laughs> like yeah. that's, I had that moment a couple times for sure. Yeah, but I was like, okay, I didn't feel like this was really answered. I can't really tell what you guys want me to do right now. Yeah. So. And then you come into the audience after the season's over. And you actively decide, hey, let's not, let's answer this person by not answering them. And you just put yeah. a bunch of random emojis. But it's also, yeah. you know, they can be creative with their emojis as well. Because, you know, if somebody starts freaking out and getting really into their head, you can send them the icicle emoji or like the chill, yeah. know, like the chill out, dude. And yeah, yeah. So if you're, in, if you're intuitive enough, you can kind of figure out that, okay, the audience is on my side. Or you can kind of figure out what they're trying to tell you. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely sometimes that it was pretty easy to figure out what they were trying to tell me, but then other times that I was like, not sure if they were supporting it, supporting my decisions or not. And right, yeah. Do you know what your love language is? Yeah, um, I'm definitely a mix between quality time and acts of service person. Okay, and is that how you like to give love usually, or or receive, or both? Um, I think, yeah, both is how I like to receive and, um, like to give as well. Nice. Have you talked to Dan about it? Does he, do you guys know uh, what each other's languages are? I asked him and he said that he, he actually hadn't heard of the concept of love languages until love is online. I guess one of the women asked him and he looked it oh, up yeah. for that reason. Um, so yeah, I'm not, so he, he's not like super into knowing knowing what those mean yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't know either i i mean i've heard of it but i didn't know what mine were until somebody probably the same person asked me in our date like what's your love language it's like i don't know how do you find out yeah and And take a take a quiz take a quiz online yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah did you have anything else on your mind anything else you'd like to say about love is online um i guess just that Again, and I've said before that that I'm just so happy and grateful that I signed up for this. And I think I went into the initial quarantine and I was feeling kind of sad and lonely overall. And since signing up for this, you know, not only meeting Dan, but meeting all the new friends that I did too. And I just feel like I'm so much happier than I was before doing this. And I'm really grateful for the experience for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And I want to make sure to say that um, you know, we've given a lot of props to Janine and Maitland for creating it and hosting it, but we also want to make sure that you and Rickman get credit for being awesome co-hosts in season two and probably continuing. I don't know if you guys are planning on staying on for season three or whatever, but at least for what you did in season two, um, I want to make sure you guys know that you did a great job and we're all really happy for having you. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I definitely hope to help out again in season three. Awesome. Well, thanks for talking to me, Haley, and um, I will see you online. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. 